0: Welcome back to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. We got the full crew and the full Monty. We got a lot to get into. We'll do NBA review of the game last night. Celtics get a win. Also, we'll get into the preview of Game 2 tonight. Lakers versus Warriors, an epic matchup. Showdown between two of the GOATs, LeBron and Steph. We'll get to that. Also, break it down. There is an Aaron Rodgers update. We'll get to that. Also, Cowboys may be pursuing a wide receiver in the free agency market. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, the fifth year options set a record this year, the wrong kind of record. We'll get into that coming up in our NFL news notes and nuggets. And we got a lot of Longhorn discussion. So we'll go deep, deep, deep behind the burnt orange curtain. We scrounged up some audio of Sark. He was actually uh, on the airwave there in D-Town. We'll get you some of that audio. Also, we'll talk Longhorn some of the way too early preseason, pre-pre-preseason polls are out. We'll get to that too and talk about the On 3 wide receiver rankings, which are giving the Longhorns a lot of love. But before we do that, let's show some love to our own. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos for the first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pippin ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. He is the Mike Hardbo Hodge. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on, brother?
1: It's a new theme Thursday and I can't wait to get into it because my man Patrick Davis always keeps us on our toes and we're one day closer to the weekend and we mm-hmm. all all of the weekend. But let me talk about my man that sits across from me every single day. He hails from H-Town with the get-down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud car carrying member of DBU. Legendary Longhorn, lifetime Longhorn, and now College Football Hall of Fame Longhorn, Derek Johnson, said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But of course, he is a fan of you, the listeners, my man and yours, Rod Babers.
0: I appreciate that intro as always. Did we ever find out if Derek Johnson went to the draft or was he at the draft?
1: DJ, we, I didn't see any pictures. I didn't see any of I'm that. Sure but you, I mean, you talking I'm about sure the greatest there.
0: players in the history? Jamal Charles should have been up there too. Should've Jamal a, was there. I saw Jamal him throwing football. Okay. I was, saw him. Was that. Priest there? It should have been a heavy. I think long-going... Priest made a call.
1: I think I mean mean, like uh, came
0: out in game one of the the draft picks. Yes, announced one of the draft picks. Yeah, Yeah, there should have been a heavy Longhorn influence. There should have been in terms of Longhorn NFL influence. Is is there a team in the NFL more heavily influenced than the Kansas City Chiefs by Longhorn football royalty? Not when it comes to the record books. I don't think there is. Not not if there's one that comes
1: to the record books. It can't be. Well, Detroit was pretty strong with you guys. Yeah, but and so
0: was the Seattle Seahawks. But they didn't. That's a good point. Yeah, Quandre still with them? Quandre him. was there, Earl achieve. was there. I don't there. know if anybody achieved. Puna. Yeah, Earl did, Puna. too. And Puna. And yeah, yeah, Earl is Hall of Fame status. Yeah. Earl will yeah. be there one yeah. day. Okay. Yeah. All right. So maybe Seattle. Maybe Seattle will be the closest too. one that was but, there. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you already heard the voice, uh, but let me introduce the man. He's the real MVP, one of the hardest working members of the Aryan family. He's got a hustle, spirit. period. We don't know what he's paid, but we're trying to show that he's underpaid. It is Patrick Davis. What's going on, Patrick? Doing good, doing good. All right. Uh, speaking of Patrick, he actually chopped up a lot of audio for us, so shout out to my man, Patrick. We appreciate him. That's why he's the real MVP. He brings the uh, – to say quoi, if you will, to the program. Say uh, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, it's just, I'm hanging out with Craig Way too much. <laughs> knowing those Craig Way words or references. Uh, you can be a part of the show. You're the heartbeat of it, the pulse of it. Hit us up on the specs text line 512 337 3776. You also can hit us up via Twitter. Hard is at HardballHard in twitter Twitterverse. Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. Also, is a new theme. Thursday. That's right. That's right. Uh, which means there is a new theme, and Hardy and I will try to figure it out based on the clues uh, that trickled out the breadcrumbs that are left for us by my man Patrick uh, because uh, for the songs during the break. So we'll get into a new theme Thursday a little bit later on in the show, too. All right. Let's start off going behind the burnt orange curtain and talk some Texas football. There are a lot of random Texas football nuggets to get into because we have audio from Sark. So Sark was actually on with uh, 105 through The Fan in Dallas And uh, he was on there because Jane Slater, I believe, hooked it up because Jane Slater is a lifetime Longhorn herself, was once on uh, Longhorn Network. L.A. And, yeah, she does great work, of course, but now she covers uh, the Dallas Cowboys um, and does stuff for NFL Network. She's great. She was on Through The Fan guest hosting, I think, their morning show. And uh, Sark was on with him. Sark was asked about a number of different topics. Uh, shout out to my man Patrick, who chopped up all the audio. Here is uh, Sark when he was asked about the draft pick by the Cowboys drafting Demarvion Vion overshown. Um, here is Sark on 105 through the fan.
2: Yeah, I think this is an awesome fit uh, for Demo. Um, you know, obviously, I, I worked for Dan Quinn for two years in Atlanta, um, and I know the premise of that defense, and it's about running and hitting. It's about having players that are versatile, that can fly to the football, um, but have a high football IQ, recognizing situations as they come. And I think that all those things epitomize Demo. You know, he he can run. He will strike you when he gets there. He's very versatile, obviously a guy who played on the roof when he first got to Texas, uh, came down, played off the edge You know, in, in space. We moved him into the box, and then we actually put him on the edge and let him rush the passer this past year. So I think there's a level of versatility there really high football IQ guy. I just think it's it's an awesome fit schematically and personality-wise. All
0: right. Uh, I, I think we all agree. We were saying that before the draft. Oh, yeah. And we all agree. Dan Quinn agreed, too. That's why Dan Quinn decided to draft him. and on the table. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know well, I'm now we know why. Yep, yep. If their plan was to move Michael Parsons' full-time to defensive end to have no snaps at all at off-ball linebacker, or if he does, very few, if any. Um, and they've been progressing toward that you know toward that uh, uh that special uh kind of designation for him for a while even though I I do think he was kind of the best defense uh positionless football player on defense in the NFL but either way now it makes DeMarvion Overshone even more valuable yep as a third-round pick, this is a guy potentially that could be that versatile weapon, at off-ball linebacker for them that Michael Parsons was, but now he is going to hone in on weaponizing his ability to rush the passer, which honestly could be the best pass rusher in the league if he focuses just on that job. And I think that's what the Dallas Cowboys are thinking about too.
1: Yeah. That- it, 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 I mean, when you look at what, the way that DeMarvin Overshone fits into the scheme, um, I keep saying it, and I'm going to continue to say it, until it looks different. Cam Chancellor. Mm -hmm. Cam Chancellor being able to stand in the box, come downhill, and be able to not only come in and support the run, he's also able to get back and drop in the pass coverage. They talked about his hands before. You got a chance to see him make some plays on the football. That is going to be a huge part of the success and the failures of the Dallas Cowboys. You talk about what Micah Parsons is going to be able to do to shift on the defensive end. Maybe he's not going to be there the entire time, but he could probably play more times at that defensive end because now you feel comfortable enough to bring in a body like DeMarvian Overshawn. As soon as he can pick up the the, the defense and understand what teams are going to be trying to do to him, this is a perfect fit to him. I'm excited mm-hmm. about it. I'm definitely, when, when the Cowboys picked him, it made it a lot easier for me to continue to cheer for him because the conversation was always about Bijan. Well... I got, a cow, I got a Longhorn on my Cowboys that I've always been a big fan mm. of. I've got an Agent Zero t-shirt. Oh, I've, been, I've been on the board for shout him out. since the very beginning. Last in. Yeah, last, last in. Shout out. <laughs> what up, Mike Murphy? <laughs> but uh, now you're going to have to give me some Cowboy gear with DeMarvin Overshawn on it. And what was his number again? Zero. Oh, he's 35 now. 35. Okay.
0: 35 now. Yes, I know they got their NFL numbers yeah. now. Uh, but to your point, it does make a lot of sense. DeMar- DeMarvin Overshawn said when the Cowboys drafted him, I watched one of the posts draft interviews and he said that one of the things that attracted the Cowboys to him was his ability to rush off the edge. So once again, shout out to PK yep. and Sark mm-hmm. and the staff over there and, and GP too for deciding to weaponize DeMarvin Overshone in that capacity because he he's a natural pass rusher. He just, yep. he uh, whatever it is, he has a great instinct for rushing the passer off the edge. He had a 25% pressure rate. so. I think, you know, they're looking long term. I know they love Le- uh Vander Esch and Damon Clark. Those are their top two linebackers right now. But if you want to look at a guy like Michael Parsons moving it to, to defensive end, and I like I said I support the move. I yep, yep. I love being able to move him around the chessboard, but I support the move. I, I found uh this stat, you know, weeks eleven, he only played a hundred and seventy off ball snaps last season. So he, he was already trending toward playing more uh defensive end. He was at six hundred and ninety three snaps at DN. Um, but el- weeks 11 through 18, only 20 snaps at off-ball linebacker. Nice. They The, yeah. the deeper they got into yeah. the, the, it, in the meat they knew of the season. Yeah, they decided, you know what? If he can be the best pass rusher in the league at DN, to hell with positionless football. Let's well, just let let's yeah. just let him be the best pass rusher in the league at DN. And I I, I can't. I argue with that. But right. I think DeMarvin Overshow may be their backup plan to try to fit their philosophy of positionless football Dan Quinn's on defense because they still might, might have that guy. Right. If they develop they, him correctly. They, do, the
1: have they do have that guy. They do have that guy. We've we've seen it. We've grown with it. We've we saw the the change of a guy that was coming down from safety. We talked about that before. Now mm-hmm. he's bought into the linebacker position. Well, the beautiful part about it is he's played both. So if Dan Quinn is looking at him to use him as that positionless football, that hybrid type of player, he's the perfect example. He's the one that you can mold that clay with because now he's opened himself up. And here's the other thing. You're looking at J. Ron Curse and what J. Ron Curse mm-hmm. is for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. This is an opportunity to mold the replacement. For J. Ron Curse, if something were to happen
0: where he decides your, your, your he's going to go Chancellor, somewhere. Your Cam yes. Chancellor take, which yes. I love, by the way. Yeah, then a money take. this is it right here. I don't disagree with that at all. This is
1: this is the time for you to look at it, spend time in the linebacker's room, spend time in the safeties room, in the secondary room,
0: and be able to be that hybrid player that Dan Quinn likes to put out there. Mm, I, I, that's, a, that's a great point. Um and yeah, the says uh, coach Steven doesn't want to use the word positionless. He won't use it, but he's he's referencing it, but yeah. he won't use it at all. He's throwing uh, those keywords. Out he there. is uh, Texas also want us to remember two thousand eight Titans yep. in regards to our conversation That's about longhorn influenced NFL teams. Yep. Uh, and also, Texas says, don't forget about punter uh, G- Jesus in
1: Seattle, too. Yep. You're
0: talking about long ball Dixon. That's it. That's it. Yes.
1: Long ball Dixon. I, uh, that's what I like to call him. Long balls. I, and think about this. What, what Michael <laughs> Dixon became. Sean Adams, God rest his soul, and Chip Brown were doing radio together at the time when Michael Dixon had just gotten here. Michael Dixon kicked the ball over Red River. Like, he shanked it so bad. When they while, while people were there, and everybody was like. That's our kicker? That mean, our punter? That is going to be our punter?
0: <laughs> well, remember He also had that play where he decides to keep
3: it Yeah, it on, on, the,
0: re- on the snap. I guess it was a bot snap or whatever, but he decides to sneak it. He thought he had some room over he, there. He, he's like, hey I, got, <laughs> hey, I got that dog in me. He wanted y'all to know, even then, I got that dog in me. Now, it didn't work out. It was more of a chihuahua. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Still a dog. It is. Still a dog. And then later on, of course, he became one of the greatest yep. punters in college football history. For actually. sure. Guy became the MVP of a bowl. Game. What did what did, Gundy say? what did
1: Mike Gundy say? As a punter, the punter almost beat us himself. Yeah, because he kept putting
0: us in bad situations. Well, he became the MVP of a bowl game. Yeah, how that's many, amazing. How many kickers have done that?
1: Never, unless his name was Janikowski. Man,
0: probably, yeah. You man,
1: know? long balls was
0: a beast. There, yeah, he was. Um he still is, by the way. But
1: here, but okay. So I guess we need to be more specific for this. Derek Johnson, Priest Holmes, and uh, Jamal Charles are in the record books. Like as the top tackler, number one, number one, number one, and number two in rushing for the Chiefs. What other players have been able to do that for an organization? Did I not, think that would be the other one.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. No, you know, I, no, it's not like Chiefs are the winner. Yeah, Chiefs, the Chiefs, Chiefs are by far, far in the head. <laughs> yeah. They are. If you look at Longhorn accomplishments and achievements, accolades Correct. in the NFL Correct. with
3: one specific team, it's got it to Chiefs. be what the Chiefs. And then they picked up two more this year. Yeah.
0: Oh. Great point. They, so,
3: they, they picked i didn't up. think about that. Yeah, Free
0: agency, too, and Because they got uh, Coburn
3: and then uh, Jameson, right? Or Jameson yep. went to San Francisco. No, he went to San, and San and Cook, Cook, No, got Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Cook. Anthony Cook.
1: But, but right, don't they forget, they also point. had Okafer on that team when they went to the Super Bowl. All
0: yeah. right. Yeah. yeah and, so. and, and, hey, and, many and many
1: Did, did a mini go there, too? A there now. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. All right. So, yeah. All right. This conversation is done.
1: Done, done. It is the Chiefs. Yeah. No question. You know who doesn't? The Cowboys.
0: No. No. Cowboys will not be in that hey, conversation. But it depends on what Overshown does. Maybe he can at least make it he, interesting. He, he
1: can start trending in that direction.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Good stuff on the spec sex line. Appreciate you guys. All right. Getting back to the, uh, the audio we have here uh, from Sarkon 105 through the fan. He was asked, of course, he was asked about the quarterbacks. Um, and uh, Jane referenced the national narrative that Arch Manning's performance, his first impression to the nation in the uh, spring game for Texas, was uh, underwhelming. Uh, so. Here is Sark's comments when she asked him about Sark, or his thoughts about his his, uh, quarterback, his young quarterback, Arch Manning, and his first impression in the spring game.
2: Hey, he's on the right trajectory that he should be on. He's a a true freshman in college. He really should still be in high school, Um, just finished his first semester uh, on the 40 acres. Um, And so there is a definite transition there. There's a transition to college life. There's a transition to the scheme. Uh, that, that he's hasn't been accustomed to. There's a transition to the speed of the game uh, and how it goes. So there were a lot of really good moments that Arch had throughout the spring, and there was a couple tough days. And, you know, I think he and I could both agree that that wasn't his best day, but we weren't great around him either. Um, but I think there's a lot of room to grow for him this summer. Uh, there's going to be a lot of gr- room for him to grow in fall camp. Uh, but ultimately, it's a great room that we have with with you know Quinn Ewers, with Malik Murphy, with Arch. That's what you got to have in college football. You got to have a, a room that is is pulling for one another, that that is willing to develop at their own pace, whatever they need. But I'm super pumped that Arch Manning's on our team, and he, he's going to be a great Longhorn before it's all said and done. Uh, I
0: agree. I mean, that's the the, the luxury is for Texas. There is no urgency for. You know, Arch Manning to play no matter how you feel about where he is in the rate of his development. There's no there's no, especially now that Malik Murphy has decided with the transfer portal closed that he is staying as the backup quarterback here in Texas. You got your returning starter in Quinn Ewers and you also have a veteran in Charles Wright who we never talk about. Right. He's also a veteran that is still there. There's no urgency for Arch Manning to play and hopefully everybody stays healthy and you can redshirt Arch Manning.
1: Right and that's That's what the plan is supposed to be. We've we've talked about that from the very beginning. The noise comes from the people that haven't been paying attention. The noise comes from people that are always looking for a story to talk about Texas because they know they're going to get some clicks. Oh, he's terrible. He's behind this guy and that guy. Of course he was going to be. We weren't expecting Arch Manning to come in and take the reins. You and I have been sitting on here talking about it. this is Quinn's job. We're, we're crazy to
0: think if it's somebody else's. But nationally, there was a Quinn versus Arch and, and forgot competition, about Malik. competition narrative. Yes. Right. And he, Malik shattered that. By exactly. The way. In the spring game, like, ding, he ding, that. ding. Yes, he but
1: here's it. the thing I got a chance to listen to your guy, uh, Bobby Bur- Burton, uh, who does a Bobby great Burton. job. And, yeah. and he, he broke it down perfectly with his interview. He was like, guys. He was in with the third-string offensive line, third-string offense, period, going against the ones and twos. Of course he's going to look like he was under duress because he was. (laughs) It wasn't because he couldn't read the offense, I mean, read the defense. It was because the people were coming through, and they were coming through cleanly. What else are you expected to do? Yes, he looked a little nervous on his first throw, but he completed it. You look at everything else. He was—he made the right decision to get out there and run. The thing about it is, put him with the first, put him with the first team, and see how he reacts. Put him with the second team, and see how he reacts. The people that are outside, and this is what credit to Sark and everybody over there at Belmont. They're—I mean—at Moncree, they're always talking about. Don't worry about the noise that's outside. Hmm. Continue to look at what's going on inside. We're going to talk about it every day. That's what we do. But as long as those guys in there are understanding that the process is going in the right direction, there's nothing to worry about because we do have a starting quarterback. The problem would have been if he would have went out there and did play with the first team and everybody saw him go out there and really play, then everybody's like, "Uh uh-oh, now we really got a controversy. There's no controversy. Dude should still be in high school. He should be at the prom. This weekend. hmm No.
0: I I think most Longhorn fans the steady's understand at a sorority that. party. A <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey.
0: I think he prefers a sorority yeah. party. Ding, ding. The yeah. Uh, yeah, but no doubt about it. I totally agree with that. All right, let's get to the next uh, piece of audio here. Here's uh Steve Sarkeesian on one oh five through the fan being asked about Quinn Yours and his development so far.
2: Yeah, I think there's a there's a real conscious effort when Quinn came back, you know, really going into the bowl game. I thought he actually played really well in the bowl game but coming out of the new year i just think there was a there was a new sense of of i don't want to call it commitment cuz he's always been into it but just a, a new sense of this is his team and i think it it started in our winter conditioning program he was definitely you know just working engaged leading doing all the right things then it goes to you know getting his hair cut trimming the beard doing those types of things then it went to spring practice where I just thought he was in such command you know he's very comfortable with what we're doing there was a sense of urgency that I liked um, but you could feel a guy who was in year two right, in our program and in our system and much you know minimize the mistakes but yet capitalized on the big playability and the arm talent that he has um, so in the end it's just it's that comfort level of year two and it feeling like his team feeling like his offense and that's that's what the quarterback's got to have you know because at the end of the day quarterback's ultimate job is to instill belief in the entire organization and in his teammates and in the coaches uh, that he's that guy and that he's going to get it done. And that's why it's the most important position in sports. And I think that that Quinn has is, is really started to do that uh, in 2023.
0: I love the way uh, Sark put it because I even think he did – the reason he struggled with trying to find the actual word to describe the renewed sense of what's going on with Quinn because, like you say, it's not commitment because he's been committed to the game. He's committed to his craft. Who's not? I mean, you wouldn't make it to this level if you're not committed to your craft. I think it's a renewed sense of purpose. I think the purpose is leadership. Because right. I do think he right. understands now that I can't avoid it. It's, they're always going to look to me when there is a crisis or when there is adversity. I'm at that position. That's why he's talking about I have to inspire men. You're in a room full of alpha males and you gotta inspire them and you have to lead them.
1: Make them believe. Exactly. Make them believe.
0: Baseball, same thing. Football, same thing. Basketball, same thing. All right? And you can even go to the women's side. It's just an alpha personality. And you gotta be the alpha of the alphas. All right? You gotta be the lead wolf in the pack. And if you are, if you're Fred Geely, all right, mentally or spiritually, or if you're not actually leading by example on the field, your, your leadership will be questioned. Yep, no doubt. Your leadership no doubt. will be questioned. People will look at you and go, mm, he's a, I don't know about he's this, a, dude. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, yeah he's, he's, a, he's a false leader. He's, he's not a real one. Yeah. He's not a real one. He ain't got that dog in him. And I think that's what he's working on now, that renewed sense of leadership. No, no, I must lead by example, but also I must lead with all, uh, obviously as a vocal leader too, that's part of it, um, but I must go out there and inspire my, my, my teammates. And yeah. I, I don't know if last year – I'm not saying he didn't, be, he, you know, he didn't make progress last year, but I don't think anybody will say that he was a, a leader on the team. He no. was in a natural leadership position, but he wasn't a leader on the team. No, well,
3: John with the Exactly. I think them leaving, too, opens up a void where it's no. easier to step in there and start taking it, and mm-hmm. once you start it, it becomes easier to go with it. Yeah. So once those guys are gone, and then you go, okay – now everyone's looking at me because there's no one else to look at in this locker room. <laughs> right. I need to step up and do it now. Now's my chance. I didn't have it at Ohio State. I, I didn't have it. When I when I got here, I was coming in as a transfer, and Roshan was already here, and Bijan was already here. Now I'm the guy. And when that void is open and they there is nowhere else to turn, I think he's st- stepping up into that role nicely of, all right, if y'all looking at me, right, let's go. Exactly. I'm, I'm ready to lead, whether it be the drills,
0: yep. uh, whether it be organizing workouts. Whatever it is, I'm ready to be that guy. I love the the text who says. He's learned to take ownership. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be your team, but I can't give it. I can't just give it to you. You got to earn it. You got to go earn it out there in practice. Earn the damn job, mm-hmm. and then you got to earn the respect of your own teammates. I can support you. I can basically campaign for you. All right, and but you got to go still earn it with your teammates. You earn the respect, and you got to earn the job. And yep. that's so you. And then there should be something inside of you. Cause I remember when it was my turn when Quentin Jammer left and young Nathan Vasher behind me, young Cedric Griffin, young Michael Huff. And that was my DB room. Right. That's, that, that's my DB room. It's, y'all gonna have a chance. It'll be yours one day, but it's mine now. Right. We're gonna operate a certain way and we're gonna play at a certain standard. And I'm the alpha, I'm the dog, I'm the lead. I'm the lead wolf in this pack. And you gotta, you gotta. We got to relish in that and want that responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility now.
1: Well, you got to perform. If yeah. you
0: don't, everybody gonna look at you again and go, "Man, I thought you said you was gonna be the, the leader here and set the example."
1: Well, I don't so, know. I don't know when it started, prior to this moment. But I remember in the the bowl game, he took over. Mm-hmm. You saw a little bit more emotion on the sideline. You did. saw him going over to people, really getting. In, in their face and letting them know that we need to get this thing going, He that was the part where I was like, okay, now he's starting to say, all right, those guys are gone. Mm-hmm. It's mine now. So that might have been that moment to where it was like, okay, they're not playing in the bowl game. They're going to be at practices, but this is my team now. I'm the captain now. Yeah. And he went out there and started to to do that. And, again, go back to what Sark said in that, in that piece. He was talking about he went and shaved. He went and cut his hair. He did some certain things that people can view him. I know it's not always about the hair, but appearance is very important.
0: It's well, part of the transformation. Yeah, it's part of part, his growth. It's part of his growth. It's fun yeah.
1: for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, now... People got to start looking at me a little bit different, so I want them to truly mm-hmm. look at me different because I'm presenting something different to them now. Totally agree. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, all right, uh, a little bit more uh, Sark audio uh, so we can get through here. I know we're up against the break. Here is uh, Sark. He was asked by Bobby Belt, who does a great job uh, for Dallas uh, Cowboys, uh, covering Dallas Cowboys, I should say. Um, but he was asked about spring standouts uh, and who stood out in the spring to him. Here is uh, Steve Sarkeesian.
2: Well, you know, I think at the end, you know, I, I know there's this microscope on just the spring game. I look at the totality of 15 practices. Um, I really like kind of our offensive skill positions at this point. You know, I think about our receiver core with Xavier Worthy, Jordan Winnington, you know, the addition of A.D. Mitchell, um, getting Isaiah Nair healthy, the addition of a couple of freshmen here in Jonte Cook and, and DeAndre Moore, you mix that in with with that with that tight end J T Sanders. I, I feel like we've got a, a lot of weapons now, which which I haven't ever felt that comfortable before. I think defensively we got a lot of versatility in the back end, but Byron Murphy uh, out of DeSoto has just been an absolute stud for 15 practices in the defensive line. Uh, so that that's been a real positive. Um, and then a newcomer who just because everybody we're talking about that Anthony Hill out of out of Denton Ryan. Um, has just been you you can tell you can see it so we got to find the, the best way to put him in the best position to have success
0: all right he's echoing the same thing he said here on the 40 acres about the two defensive guys though remember he was asked about who your best pass rushers yep. and he said byron murphy and anthony hill two yep. best pass rushers for him and now he's just saying those are the two biggest standouts Anthony Hill's going to play a lot just because he's going to be in that overshown role that he was in last year, maybe even situation as a pass rusher. But even more so than that, I know, you know, people like David Benda has played well, yep. Um, but still looking for somebody to essentially win that off-ball linebacker spot opposite Jalen Ford. Young Anthony Hill's got higher upside than probably damn near anybody on that defense. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the
1: thing about it. When he gets that kind of praise on a national a stage where Sark will bring his name up as a freshman? A guy that, again, this is the contrast, right? Oh, he should still be in high school when he said about Arch. Now he's looking at Anthony Hill's like, this dude's going to be a problem. we got to figure out a way to get him on the field because you need to fill a void. You don't need to fill the void at quarterback. So his mm-hmm. conversation is a little bit different when it comes to Anthony Hill. So um, we've all talked about it. Everybody's told us he looks like a grown man out there. And we saw it during the spring game. There's just certain things that he did that we were all like, ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Looks a little bit easy for him. Not,
0: not too easy, but I'm saying – His movements are with ease. Yeah. When Sark uh, also brought up the skill positions on offense, we'll get into this later on, but on three actually ranked Texas wide receiving core and rooms, one of the highest in all of college football. All right. Last question here. uh, And the question is actually in the audio. So I'll just leave it up to Jane Slater. Shout out to Jane Slater, Lifetime Longhorn, because I thought it was an appropriate question to ask because Sark has not been, he's not been tempering expectations. He has been pretty high on his team, and he's, he's embracing the high expectations. Mm-hmm. He, he wants his team to know that he thinks they're, they're going to be really good, and he wants the fans to know this team is going to be really good, and we're all excited about it. But the question that everybody wants to know is the question that Jane Slater asks. Real quick, is Texas back?
2: You know I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I'm going to say this. this. I really like our football team, and I like our team because of the talent. I like our team because of the continuity of our staff for three years now. I like our team because of the culture we've built. Um, So I'm I'm excited about our season. What does back mean? I don't know, but I do like our football team, and I think that uh, we got a chance to be a championship football team this fall, so we'll see. Woo! Okay, is
0: Texas back? Who
2: knows? Huh. We
0: don't know. Nobody knows yet. What we did Jane say? <laughs> she was like, dang it. I almost had him to do it. To be determined, gentlemen. To there be it determined. Is. That's right. Yeah. But like, I like, hey, look, I like TBD, man. I like TBD. I'd rather have that because last time, one of the li- lifetime long going us Texas was back. He lied. <laughs> I love Sam Ellinger. I love him. They were back for that game. Yeah, they, they were, were back they for were that game. <laughs> they were back for a visit. So you're <laughs> back for a while. Oh wow. Now I'm just joking. We love us, uh, Sam Ellinger, man. He's, he's family. All That's right. right. Uh, we come back. We'll get into an NFL news, notes, and nuggets, gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, hard, I thought about you when I saw this story about Aaron Rodgers. Come I on, thought man. about you. Thank you. So I'm going to give you the floor when we come back. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, <even> Aaron Rodgers' <laughs> update. Should the Cowboys pursue a wide receiver in free agency and why fifth-year options are important? All that more right here on Ball Don't Lie. I down All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a new theme Thursday, and based on the songs that are played, Harge and I are supposed to gather clues and hints that lead us to the new theme of the day. I think we all got it. I would agree with you, sir. I'm going to go with...
1: Cinco de Mayo is tomorrow for 400, yes. Alex.
3: That is correct. Yes, yes. Is correct.
1: Good
0: job. Yep. Sometimes it's really easy. Sometimes it's there yeah, for Sometimes, it. sometimes it's, it's right there. Yeah, yeah. No I, doubt.
3: I almost went Star Wars. There's not seven Star Wars songs I can play
0: about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is tequila. What is this? This is tequila. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Every time
3: I hear this song, I always think of Pee Wee Herman. I do, too. Yeah. 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 Dance on the bar? Yeah. 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 Well,
0: that's he, that, the actual Pee Wee Herman dance, right? Yep. He does the actual Pee Wee Herman dun, 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 dance. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It, it is crazy da- da- that da- da- I saw da- someone post that meme, but it is true. There's kids going to prom dressed like Pee Wee Herman, though. Uh, that style has yeah, somehow that some- yeah. style has somehow made it into pop culture.
0: Well, because uh, loose fitting suits went out of style. I used to have like looser fitting yeah. suits, and they went out of style. Like now, it, all the suits are tighter fitting suits. Yeah. Like look at Manny he can't find a suit that fits him, right? Exactly. They all they, they, just, his suits are tailored, but they're tailored to fit really tight. Yeah. And this and
1: Rick Soto. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Him.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. Like, no, it looks beautiful. It's, it's fantastic. I'm just saying, like, that's the way all the suits fit now. And now flooding. Remember flooding? People used to make fun of you for flooding. Oh, now. But now it's it's a style. Yep. NBA players, they walk into pregame, they're flooding. That's just yeah. a fashion thing now. So it's like, yeah, stuff that we used to kind of mock is now considered, you know, cool. Yeah. yeah that's all No believe is. me I I, I right.
3: I'm still very much lost in the fact that ankles are an okay thing for men to show off I was like so especially was when they that. but they exactly. not
1: if they ashy
0: <laughs> if they ashy ankles, they're not supposed that to do fair. that. <laughs> that is fair. You don't want to do that with the ashy ankles. But, yeah, I agree with you. You know, it's, that's the Pee Wee Herman suit, it, 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 it may not, they may not be trying to show off the Pee Wee Herman suit, right. but, yeah, it looks like that sometimes, especially because the bow tie is back. The bow tie yeah. is back. The bow tie is in vogue now, too, yeah, so, so you can see the bow tie, too. Pee Wee Herman, that was kind of a Pee Wee Herman thing. Remember, remember the Pee Wee Herman show as opposed oh, yeah. to the, yeah. Pee Wee Herman's, yeah, Herman's Playhouse?
3: Yeah, the Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse. Yeah. I used to watch that Saturday I used to one. watch that all the time,
0: too, man, yeah. back in the Phil day. Phil
3: Hartman was on that. There was some other. Yeah, like the the, the Mailman was always like someone pretty famous. That yep. was some then wild like came stuff. Out.
0: That was some wild stuff when you go back and watch it. Yeah. There's a, a lot going on there. You got to be. There's a lot
3: going on. Yeah, I, I love hidden, the Peary Herman movie. There's messages though. in there.
1: I love that movie, though. The movie's not bad. Yeah.
0: The movie's not bad. No.
1: Large Marge sent ya. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, all right. There you go. New theme of the day, of course Cinco de Mayo. All right, gentlemen, let's get into this Aaron Rodgers update, and then we'll get to the Cowboy story here. As well, so Aaron Rodgers with the, with the J-E-T-S Jets, 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 uh, everybody's excited. As a matter of fact, there's a report that the players are starstruck yeah. uh, around Aaron Rodgers right now, which makes sense. I mean, hell, I was starstruck when I played with Jerry Rice. I mean, yeah. you play with a great player you've been looking up to most of your, you know, young football life. Yeah. That's not a shock when they end up becoming a teammate of yours. It's a little, it's a bit surreal.
1: It is definitely surreal. I, I did it with some baseball right? players yeah. that I was with. I was like, wait a minute. I'm in the same locker room with these
0: dudes. Exactly.
1: And they talking to me? And they talking to me? And they know my name? Yeah, you know, there exactly.
0: you go. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. So I, I totally get that. So I was like there with Champ Bailey. Yeah, I played with Champ. I was like, man, Champ Bailey. Yeah, I'm trying crazy? to lock down with him. What I'm trying yeah. to hang out with Champ. hang out. Forget that football stuff. I'm trying to hang out and kick it with Champ yep. Bailey. Uh, anyway, but uh, getting back to the Aaron Rodgers report. So coming from a Pro Football Talk, uh, apparently a, an appearance on Pat McAfee of course. for Aaron Rodgers. He admitted uh, that he is going to be present for quote <laughs> more than half. Of the remaining off-season workouts. Yeah, there you go, baby. Yeah, yeah. What I say? More what than I, half. What I say, man. Hey, so what is what that I say. okay? Is this sufficient, hearts More than half? Cause you thought he wasn't gonna show up at all.
1: Yeah, this is more than efficient. <laughs> this is more than half for me. Cause I'm sitting here saying. Listen, man, you got impressionable young players. You Mm -hmm. just brought it up, man. You talked about how everybody's kind of starstruck of being around him. But then you go out there, you got a guy that was rookie of the year, uh, um, um, offensive rookie of the year in the AFC, who is trying his best and who was very frustrated with the quarterback play that he he was subjected to (laughs) last year, Mm -hmm. and he still made it work right and and was the player of the year a G so you're sitting there and you got a chance now to play with a guy like Aaron Rodgers and remember Aaron Rodgers was so critical of the teammates that he had for the last couple years at the wide receiver position but he was never there to work with them so that mm-hmm. was my problem with them. If they, if he would have been there for the workouts and the offseason practicing, or, or invited them down to the beach like Tom Brady does, <laughs> to the like, beach. like uh, 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 Russell right? Wilson and Patrick Mahomes, he, Patrick Mahomes brought everybody to Texas to come and work out because he wanted to get it right. If Aaron Rodgers were to do something like that, and then they go out and perform, and the players weren't doing their job, then I'd be like, all right, Aaron. I get it, man. You've got every right to be frustrated. But if you're not showing up to help these kids, to make them understand, what's the depth do you want me to be on this? What When you give me a hand signal, how do you want me to react to it? But that would have been a problem to me. So for him to say, I'm going to be there for more than half, <laughs> that will suffice for I'm your just... boy. You know what I'm saying? I'm... But he also brought in Randall Cobb and Alan Lazar, mm. two players that mm. – Randall Cobb, I need a friend like that. I think I got a lot of boys that are real tight with me that we would do anything for. Bruh. No, that's it. Randall Cobb in the relationship that he has with Aaron Rodgers, he's getting me paid every single year when many,
3: I'm at the end of my I'm at the end
1: of my rope. Remember how many when he was years, with you
3: guys? How many years since he's been on the Cowboys? Ooh, and then it could not three, crack the four? could not get on the field on the Jeez, Cowboys, and he couldn't four. do it with the Texans. And he could like how many years has it been since he was too old to play in any other team in the league? Exactly. Dude,
0: Tristan Thompson's doing the same thing with LeBron.
3: He is, friends, and we're giving a,
0: and we're friend, giving him a problem too. As a friend of LeBron, friend of Aaron Rodgers, you yeah. just need friends like that. I need some yeah. friends. Friends man. that are so powerful they will just get you paid exactly. to be around to be around them. Honestly, Oprah How's did your it, Oprah did it with Gail. Yeah, the oh, whole Gail. Yeah. Gail flipped it. She made Gail like. She's like a TV host. Yeah, yeah, she's hosting a show with Charles Barkley. Exactly. <laughs> she's yeah. like, hey, man, hey, you know what? You're my homegirl. Yeah. I want you to be famous with me. I don't want to keep giving you money. I just, You can make your own money. I just make
3: <laughs> No, your- no, I love it. I mean, and I think it makes sense if you're going into a room and be like, Randall will be at all those offseason workouts to help the young wide receivers be like, hey, this is what Aaron Rodgers, That's hey, just let you know. Point. Aaron Rodgers likes it this way. Just to let you know, wow. Aaron Rodgers likes his coffee with two sugars. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a good, No, I hate to I, I, listen.
0: I know you're being serious, but it's funny, but also yeah. so true. It is it's very right. true. That's exactly what they're there for. When yeah. those days he's not there, no, no, no. He wants you to run the six route a little shorter than that. He right. doesn't like that yeah. long because he believes that DB is going to have leverage on the outside, that kind of stuff. But that actually is helpful. Yeah, then now, sign that, him up as a coach because they're running. The, the, <laughs> yeah. Well, put him in a room as a tutor. He is a player coach at this point. Yeah, he's a player coach, so, yeah. The, the NBAification of the NFL is part of because Tom Brady kind of became that with no. the Bucks. Yeah, so Tom Brady wanted to be a front office executive. He wanted to be My, the Jackie Moon. Yes, right.
1: He is Jackie Moon. He, he wanted, wanted to, to be Jackie, Jackie, Jackie Moon in the
0: NFL. So, I, I, Patrick, I think you're right about that. That's exactly why he's there. It's like I know he ain't. He's not going to be necessarily getting a lot of snaps, but he's going to be coaching these young wideouts. He, he will play on third down. Yeah, because he will. Because I, yep. Aaron knows what he'll be mm-hmm. on third down. I know. Mm-hmm. I know he'll be yeah. exactly where I want him to be on this route combination. No doubt. Wow, that's a that's a great point, though, Patrick. I didn't think about that. You're right now, that actually makes me feel better about the Randall Cobb signing. Yeah, actually, it no, does.
3: But it is funny that life. A lot of life is managing expectations. And Aaron Rodgers has done such a good job of lowering expectations of him to do anything in life that he's like, I'll be at more than half. Everyone's like, wow, good job, Aaron. Really <laughs> stepping up, doing a, a half-ass job. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. committing to us. We appreciate that. For more, more than, than half. half. That's the,
0: that's the part I right there that just really cracks me up. I would have preferred most of rather yeah. than, more than more than half. More than half that could be like just literally fifty-one percent
3: or fifty-point-five percent. I will but you're right. This is no. That's like me leaving during Rod's rant. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah, <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> hey man, uh, hey man, I'll be back. I, I've done more than half of the show. I got to yeah. go. What's no. he?
0: What's he doing for the rest of the time? Is he I'm hanging out?
3: Apparently, going to every game in New York. I know, and I just got the psychedelic conference. He's speaking. Yeah. At. That's so why he's going to
1: be thing. more than half, because he's got to go to what? the other half. He's going to be at the psychedelic conference. Oh, yeah, another darkness retreat, Yeah, too? yeah. Other stuff, yeah, stuff like that? Before I go to the season, I need to get my mind <laughs> more right. Than,
0: more than half. More than
1: half. Wow. As wow. soon as I saw that, I was like, come on, man. But I got what I wanted. You got what you wanted. I you got said, what I wanted. You,
0: you said, I, I wonder if he'll show up at all. He exactly. is showing up.
1: And I was glad to see that, because it's more important for those kids Younger players, not kids. Well, they're kids to me because I'm fifty. But you look at you look at what these players are and the expectations of this team. Because for them, they're thinking now we legitimately have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Yes, they are. They are legit looking at it. So they're gonna come in ready to go. They're gonna have themselves prepared. You're gonna you're gonna see the defense get a little bit more excited about it because they're like, Man, we can give up ten points and win the game now. Because we got a quarterback that, in those pressure situations that's going to lead us down the field because you already got a good running game. You got a, a wide receiver that's going to score. You brought in Alan Lazard, who's a friend of yours, and you also brought in Randall Cobb. You have positions that will help you win this game. That's the most important part
0: about it. Yeah, I always say that you know, picking a quarterback is like picking a significant other, the woman you marry or man, not the hottest person you ever dated. Imagine telling your significant other, hey, I can be there more than half of the time.
1: Sometimes they want you there less than half
3: of the time. This
0: is true. <laughs> I don't know if that's the ideal marriage, but right. you're right. Sometimes they're hey, like, man, some people live. Let, let, hey, they live home. their life
3: differently. Every marriage is different. Do, do yep. you think that he like looked at a different. calendar and realized he was gonna do like 51%? And he's like, What is the best way I can phrase this? <laughs> yeah. Right. Because if I say most, I'm lying. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to lie. If I, like, where am I at where I'm not lying? and i can do it yeah and he's like all right. Well, there's 14 practices. There's six. There's 15 practices. I'm gonna go to eight. Yeah, more than half. I said more than half. He's yeah. got. Uh, yeah, technically, he's, I'm huh? correct. I'm correct. I feel like Aaron Rodgers lives in that
0: technicality. Yeah. No. 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 He does. I agree with that. I, I think you're right about that gray area. Aaron Rodgers loves the gray area. Yeah. He, he swims. He stays in the gray. In the gray he area. stays in the gray, man. He stays in the gray. Uh, all right. Cowboys in the gray a little bit too. Uh, let me ask you about this, Harge. Do you think that the Cowboys have all the depth they need at wide receiver? I think there's some room to grow.
1: I think there's some some depth. But here's the deal. I think if they go out and get somebody, it's got to be somebody that is going to be able to be effective immediately. This is the person that I'm thinking it is. You have to bring a guy in that is going to be so – he's going to have to make an impact right away because they've already talked about Jalen Tober, right? They expect a lot from Jalen Tober. They talk about Simi Fioku. He was supposed to be another guy that was supposed to provide depth at that position. If you can bring in a guy that can jump over those guys, because you've given them every opportunity, you just drafted this guy, what, second round last year? He's your guy. If you need one experienced guy, it has to be somebody that's a big time playmaker. Yeah. But I mean, this is a wide receiver four, too, right?
3: Because you figure it it would be somewhere around CeeDee Lamb's one, Brandon Cooks is two, Michael Gallup is three. So your main issue is, hey, if someone gets hurt or we need to, you know, fill in a little bit, but I don't think Mike McCarthy is going to be running a ton of four wide receiver sets. Right, right.
0: No, but it is. I mean, last year you may end up having injuries at the wide yeah, receiver Yeah, yeah. You position. you want to have
3: some more depth for yeah. injuries, but I don't know if you're going to be able to find somebody for the right price that is a immediate impact player. You may need to get somebody. It's like, you know, if you know someone more in the, how T. Y. Hilton was last year, where you go. Hey man, he may not be healthy right now, but he's gonna come back and we'll just get him before that or somebody like that that is more a in a case of emergency break glass guy yeah. than getting somebody who you're gonna tell, Hey, we need you to be really good enough to be our fourth wide to be our second wide receiver, but also you're not gonna play.
0: Cowboys won't rule it out. Uh Will McClay said if there's an opportunity to do something in free agency, we'll look at it. He said, we feel good about the group because that we already have because they've been here, they've been in the system, they were players that got drafted and didn't play for the first year. So we've got to speed up that curve. If we have a problem, we'll go out and get somebody to continue to try and improve them. So it seems like they'll probably go into the season regardless. And if they don't like the way these guys look in the offseason or in training camp, then maybe they may make a move. The guys that are out there, T.Y. Hilton, who was mm-hmm. with the Cowboys, uh, Keneal Harry. Uh, Sammy Watkins, Jarvis Landry is another player that's out there. Uh, Kenny Galladay, uh, Julio Jones is out there. So there's some guys out there.
1: What about Chris Davis? I mean, what's his, is his name Chris Davis?
0: Mm, oh, God, Chris what's his name?
1: Dave. Not Chris Davis. It's another Davis. Um, another Davis. Big-time oh. wide receiver. Ooh. Corey, Ooh. Davis. Corey Davis.
0: Corey Davis. Yeah. Yes, what's, what's with the Titans? Yeah. right. I
1: think he would be somebody that I would take okay. because he's a lot cheaper than those other names that you just brought up.
0: Uh yeah, I mean,
1: if they have to go make a play on somebody,
0: yeah, I agree. But the, right now, I, I mean, I like the front line guys. They just yeah. have to hope that nobody gets hurt with that front line group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they got to, like I said, I love CDs, number one. You got, you brought in Brandon Cooks. You got Michael Gallup was coming off the injury, but he should be completely healthy now. But after that, there's a significant drop off. Yeah. Big time. And I mean, you we saw, have somebody to fill in that gap. Yeah.
3: And we saw in training camp last year was where the problem started because James Washington goes out, who was supposed to be in that rotation, mm-hmm. never got into it because of injury. Michael Gallup was coming up slower than people thought he was going to. Return and never really gotten to stride. Mm-hmm. So there was issues where they got into it pretty quickly. And if you're able to get through training camp healthy, I think you're starting off in a way better wide receiver room than you would have been last year.
0: Right. Yeah. You just got to hope Jalen Tolbert, Simi Fahoku, and or the other Jalen. Jalen, what's the latest Jalen? and wide receiver they drafted this year. They drafted another Jalen. I just know his name's Jalen. Jalen, it's not Brooks, is it? Yes, it is Jalen Brooks. Is it Jalen Brooks? It is Jalen Brooks. Uh, That's what threw me off with all these Jalen's. But that's basically the group they're hoping separates one of those three. If they don't, then they'll probably have to go do something.
1: They're going to definitely have to do something because they don't sound like there's a lot of separation.
0: They're not excited about those guys at all. They're They're, not. They're not. But that makes me wonder why they didn't draft the receiver earlier in the draft. But they also didn't draft the running back in the draft. And when they drafted Deuce Vaughn late, but Deuce Vaughn, like I said, he's he's more of a side dish and not a main course of a running game. They need. He did to work a workhorse back, and they didn't really draft one.
2: It's like it's no, th- th- this
3: may be also where you might need to start looking at the end of the road for Turpin. If you're not using him in the run game, and you're not using him in the pass game, and you're not using him, and in special teams he's not – he hasn't been the electric guy. He was okay. He was all right. But if you can go out done. and get a guy that you're like, all right, well, we can get a wide receiver and put him in that back f- – and he'll be our return guy, and he'll be – Depth for us at wide receiver. All
0: right, right those the Deuce Vaughn reps on special teams. Deuce can return yeah. too.
3: But yeah, I just mm-hmm. that may be a roster spot that needs to be opened up if you need to bring in some actual depth. If Turpin can't go out and be wide receiver, yeah, because or Tur- if you can get him to try and play in the slot some or something. Yep. He
0: doesn't cover kicks either. I don't think. Then he just return kicks. I
3: don't know if he yeah, covers. he just re- no. He, he I, I didn't see small, him make not he's any tackles to cover kicks. So yeah, I'm yeah, with he yeah. Feels,
0: he's so specialized. It's yeah. so specialized, it and, and if you're him. not
3: going to use him in the run game or the pass game. you've got to use him in one of those to take the value because he hasn't been Devin Hester-esque to be in there to go, oh, we can afford to pay this guy and have a roster spot for a guy who really is. He's okay.
0: Not bad. He's he's your one-trick pony, though, and you need somebody that can be more versatile to help you do more things. I totally agree.
3: Uh, All right, we come back.
0: we got the flex on the other side right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104. Now I'm the horn.
3: Make me fall a Welcome back to Ball do Lie right here She's on World 4.9
0: The Horn New theme Thursday It is uh, Cinco de Mayo being the new theme Because Cinco de Mayo is tomorrow So uh, celebrating a little bit early uh, right here on Ball lot Lie Shout out to my man Patrick uh, for DJing a new theme Thursday Also, uh, shout out to the Spec Sex Line. You guys have been uh, very active today. We appreciate it. For some reason, that uh, Pee Wee Herman conversation got people up and going, talking about random Pee Wee Herman references on the show. And I did not realize, shout out to the Spec Sex Line, that Lawrence Fishburne, Cowboy Carl,
3: like I, I knew there was I knew there wow. was somebody Who was trying to picture Who that person was That's I was like amazing. I know there was Somebody really famous That's I, I, I
0: don't even think I can picture it I gotta go google that See if I can like See a picture of it I don't even remember that That's
3: mm-hmm.
0: Nice wild reference There on the Spec Sex line 512-337-3776 uh, You also can hit us up Via Twitter is at Hardball Hard in the Twitterverse My man Patrick Davis At It's Patrick Davis In the Twitterverse uh, Go to flxatx.com Flxatx On all of your Social media platforms As a matter of fact You can go Uh, Check out the old flex shows. You had a Wednesday night flex yesterday. So shout out to uh, Zach and Cameron and Nolan and C did a great job yesterday. Um, And you can go check out the old flex shows or reviews of the flex over at FLXATX.com. And also you can go to FLXATX and all your social media platforms there as well.
1: That's right. The baseball starts tonight. High school baseball playoffs start tonight.
0: Whether you're rooting
1: for McCallum, Eastview, Navarro, Georgetown, Lassa, Pflugerville, Elgin, uh, Crockett, also Westlake, they played tonight as well. So there's a Vandegrift, there's a lot of baseball being played. Round Rock Westwood, Round Rock, there's so much baseball that's going to be going on. And I'm really, really excited. I heard Cam talking about this earlier. Uh, Cam was talking about if you get a chance and you want to see Travis Sequoia pitch, one of the top pitchers in the in the country a University of Texas commit, he will be pitching tonight and Cam Parker will be on the call.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Yep, the yep. Flex fam on That's the right. call. That's right. Um, all right. So, uh, lots of uh, Flex news there for you. Go check out FLXATX.com. FLXATX on all of your social media platforms. We come back. We'll get into the NBA review of the game last night a little bit, but more about the preview tonight. That's the big game. Lakers versus Warriors game two. Uh, we'll talk about it, break it all down, um, and also uh, give you our thoughts and predictions. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie. I want to on 9, the horn.